0: man, what's happening? This is King Guru. This is Willie mail What it do? Yeah, this is our podcast called The Truth. This is episode number three. Number three. In episode number one, we gave you all our crimes, what we came to prison for. In episode number two, we gave you the beginning of the journey, which was the county jail. Right. Now, we're about to talk about our initial trip when we first hit the penitentiary. Willie Mill, how long you been locked up? I've been down almost
1: 21 years.
0: Okay, I'm going on 19. So you guys are going about to get the real deal, real story from two convicts is this it and seen it all. You want to kick it off, Willie? This
1: is what I'm going to do. I can remember when I took my sentence, my deal. Okay. And only thing that's on my mind at this time is, damn, I'm finna go to San Quentin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the reception for then everybody that's up north. Mm-hmm. Then they're up north. Northern you know that, California. Northern California that separate Northern California from Southern California. Mostly everybody up north go to San Quentin. Now, I remember everybody done heard about San Quentin. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> this is you know prison in the country. This, this infamous you. prison, man. Yeah. This, this legendary prison. So I remember in my mind, I can remember on the bus ride there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting back in the chair and I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, man. This is it right here, man. I'm I'm finna come to the pen, you feel me? So I get booked this, that, and the third, man. And I remember on my way getting booked going in, I see one of my niggas resting priest, you feel me? James Tucker, you know what I'm saying? He got smacked later on down in in life for nothing. He was one of them ones. He ain't, wasn't involved with nothing, no nothing. But he still ended up getting smacked, wrong place, wrong time. Mm Now, I remember after that i see him because he was going home while i was coming in all right you feel me so i remember like you know like just sitting back i'm like damn i'm here you know what i'm saying i remember going in there and how it is in prison you know since i'm from richmond i'm from the bay area mm-hmm. so all of my folks that's from the rich you know what i'm saying as soon as you touch down you know, in the in 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 the holding area, niggas come meet and greet you, this that and the third. Where you from? Hey, folks, where you from? Where you... Man, I'm from Richmond. All oh, right, hey, Where you from in the rich? I'm from Central. I'm from the deep. You feel me? Okay. Oh, your folks is over here, so niggas come greet me. Oh, Lil' Will, this that and the third. So, I remember like, okay. When I walked down, cause they got tears in San Quentin, they I got mean, five yeah, tears. Yeah, let them know that motherfucker high when Most you do there, you too. You feel me? And it ain't no joke either. If a mm-hmm. nigga ain't built for it, he gonna go to the other side. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. Now, I remember walking up in there. It's like, okay, I'm fucking with my folks or whatnot, and everything just hit me. Like, damn, I'm like, I'm like, damn, I'm in here. You feel me? I'm like, damn. Okay, so. What's my next move now? You know what I'm saying? I'm young, I'm about like 22, you feel me? I'm 22, I got 25 years to do. You know what I'm saying? And to me, that's like, I can't even think 25 years from now. No, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, I'm like, okay. I'm like, damn, what I'm gonna do? I'm like, fuck it, I gotta lace my boots. You know what I'm saying? I, By any means necessary, I gotta do my time, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So OGs lace me. You know what I'm saying? They come meet and greet you like, hey, youngster, man, this is the program in prison. You in prison now. You know what I'm saying? So on top of that, you got to, it's, it's it's rules, bro. You know what I'm saying? Number one, don't get involved in no drugs. Don't have no drug deals. Don't, don't don't owe nobody. You feel me? Number one. Number two is mind your own business. You feel me? long as you mind your own business, you don't do no gambling. You ain't gambling on your ass. You can't pay it you good to go, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Now, okay, boom. That wasn't ne- never a problem for me though, you know what I'm saying? For number one, I ain't never been no drug addict like that. Mm-hmm. And for number two, I don't really, I ain't never give a fuck about what somebody else had going on. So for me, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I can run a small program, Yeah. you feel me? Okay, this ain't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, okay, we hit the yard, cause they had like a little, little yard off on the side remind you on Badger because that's where they send me to. So Badger is like it's 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 a it's a building where if you got 10 years and up they send you to Badger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah they send you to Badger. Mm -hmm. So in a bottom tier, you know what I'm saying the bottom tier in Badger was mostly it was GP. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So everybody that's on GP is at the bottom. You feel me? So, and I remember, like, I'm not even going to lie. I remember, like, everybody that was mostly, like, on a third tier, second tier, fourth tier, fifth tier, niggas looked at, like, you feel me? Like, like, because they was on the other side. You got GP, and then you got S&Y. And this was, like, Mm -hmm. in 2004, 2003, 4, something like that. So it was frowned upon. I mean, and I ain't gonna lie, I looked down up on them, on them cats that was on the other side too, for whatever reason, they was over there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some dudes was over there based on, they didn't want a politics because it's politics on the main line in prison. You feel me? And a lot of dudes be scared of certain shit. I don't want to abide by this or I don't want to do that or, you know what I'm saying? For whatever reason though. Now, okay, and, you know, to each his own, you know what I'm saying? But, I remember like kicking it with my folks on the yard. And I remember this one OG, I swear to God, I remember this one OG, man, that I'll never forget. This nigga was like 65 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was 65 on Huff, dog. Yeah, made ball a, ball, made a lot of youngsters look like you know what I'm saying? Like, they really wasn't even young like that. I mean, this, this this OG, man, was 65. He looked like he was, like, 23, 24. Okay. You feel me? I mean, on huff, slow. So, in my mind, I'm like, damn, but he out there every day playing basketball with us, though. I mean, like, full court running. You know what I'm saying? One day, I asked him, I'm like, OG, how old is you? Because he was an OG. I'm young. He was older than me. But I didn't think he was 65. You don't see it, so I asked you. I'm like, "Oh, gee, how old is you, man?" He like, Youngson, yeah, man, I'm 65." I'm like, "Nah," I'm like, "Oh, gee, how you keep yourself up like that?" He like, Youngson, yeah, man, I've been in and out of prison since I was a teen." He like, "Man, which had
0: to be in the 70s or 60s or
1: something." Yeah, it was. It was like in the late. It was like in the late. It was like in a the, in the, in the late 60s or something like that. He was in and out, something Me? like that. You know what I mean? But he been down in and out for hella, hella long, bro. But when he told me how old he was, I was infatuated, bro. Because I'm like, man, if he's 65 and he looking like that, man, I'm like, man, this prison can't break nobody. You feel me? If he's still, I mean, the OG, but anyway. Okay. Okay seeing OG, man, it made me want to take care of myself oh, doing all of this time. Especially knowing how much time you came in with. You know what, what I'm saying? Crazy so crazy. automatically, I get on my workout game from from day one. I get on my workout game because I knew I had to take care of myself. I want to be 65. I want to look like him. You know what I'm saying? I want to look like him because I just see some 65 years old and they all slumped all over, man. I mean, like, missing all of their teeth, like, bald-headed, they yeah. whoop, you know what I'm saying? So he inspired me, you know what I'm saying? That, that was one of the OGs that inspired me on my physical workout, you know what I'm and saying? And that also
0: gives you hope. Yeah, Cause you yeah, come with definitely. all that time, and you be like, man, yeah. I'm gonna, my life is gonna be over, man. Yeah, I ain't yeah. gonna have this, I ain't gonna have that. But if you see somebody that's, they they body right, they mind is right. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Sixty five, nigga, I can yeah, yeah. get out. I'm supposed to be mean, getting out when I'm in my fifties. I
1: might right, be looking really bright. right, or whatever, whenever you get out. Yeah. But it's just it's just keeping up with your health, man. I mean, because as long as you take care of your body, your in template? the end. Yeah, it's going to take care of you, you know what I'm saying? But you want to, a person want to speed up the process on, don't wait until later. You want to start taking care of yourself now, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And a lot of people don't think ahead like that. If you're taking care of yourself now, by the time you're 65 years old, how you would be looking, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Still rejuvenated, you know, and that's one of the things that keep a lot of inmates you know what I'm saying, rejuvenated. A lot of people be shocked when they see inmates that have been down for hella long. They be like, damn, you look hella young. Mm-hmm. They, came, they They be shocked like how I was with OG. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he was taking care of himself, You know, even though he been in and up out of prison. But, you know, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, <laughs> boy, I mean, I had so many folks there. It was like a shock to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, man, one of my uncles, his ex-wife worked it up there. You know what I'm saying? So that's family. You feel me? That's family. So I'm looking at her. She looking at me and I had gained hella weight. You know what I'm saying? I was always a skinny nigga, like five, seven and a half. Then they're like 135 when when I was younger. So all of this time in the county jail, I spent like four years in the county jail. So, by the time I went to the county, shit, I had, like, this grown-ass man weight. I was wearing, like, (laughs) one to a 225. You feel me? I'm 225. I went from 135 to 225. You feel me? So, she couldn't even recognize me. She see me. She like, and I'm like, IT, she looks, she like, who is you? It's like this little wheel. She like, oh, my God, boy. She like, no. I'm like, man, it's me. She like, wait, you didn't got so fat. I say, hell, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, my mama, boy, I'm like, hell, no. Nah. But I'm like, she like, boy, you all right? You know what I'm saying? How much time they give you? I tell her this, that, and the third, how much time they gave me. She like, boy, I'm going to tell your mama I seen you, this, that, and the third. How they doing? I'm like, they good, auntie. You feel me? Everybody's straight. She like, boy, I'm going to see you around. Boom. So that was like my first experience because it's so close to home. St. Quentin is so, so close to home. Really, I didn't even expect that. And that was the first person. Mm-hmm. Now it was another little bride that I used to fuck with in junior high. And Don't I see tell her. Me she, what? I see her. She was a, she was an RN working out there. Okay. And this how I see her. You know how? You know back in the days, any little bride that you used to mess with, you can tell them from afar. They walk mm-hmm. or whatever. They figure whatever it was. Now, we I remember one day, we think, you know what I'm saying, it's us and me and the folks, we walking the child. And I see her out the, the corner of my eyes, like then at a little further down. But I'm like, damn, but I'm continuing to walk the child. I'm like, damn, that look like. And I'm like, damn, I keep pushing. So the next day, around the same time, I see her again. So I'm like, I yell her name. I'm like, hey, she turned around. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> she like little Will? I'm like, yeah. Man, bro, she break down crying right there on the spot. Nah. No. Right there in front of everybody, bro. Everybody stopped. The whole everything stopped. They looking like, what the fuck? Like, like, man, you know her? Like, I'm like, man, that's my man, I used to fuck with her. You feel me? Everybody like, oh. Cause everybody looking for a line and shit in mm-hmm. prison on some mm-hmm. type of way to get something in or, yep. you feel me, or, or whatever. to try trying to make a little dough with somebody that can bring contraband and shit in like that from prison. But how I am, I throw everybody to the left. Yeah, that's my, you know what I'm saying? I used to mess with her back in the day, but it ain't, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like that. So she found out where I was at. Now, when she found out where I was at, she come down there to come pay me a visit, meet in my cell, you feel me? Jeez. So everybody like, damn, that's the same brother. Lil Will, they like, what's up? Well, hey, hey, hey. I'm like, man, ain't nothing happening. You feel I'm me? Really? I'm just hollering at the dirt. You feel me? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what y'all talking about. You feel me? This is just, you know what I'm saying? It's somebody that I know like that. You feel me? But I don't know her like that. It ain't cool like that. You feel me? So boom, another day she come through. Now, how shit is in prison, everybody is watching. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is watching. Everybody is looking to see what you're doing, how you doing it. And I'm the type of nigga, I throw a nigga to the left. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I don't want a nigga know nothing what I'm doing. You feel me? I don't want nobody to know nothing. Slip, sink, you know what I'm saying? So, now, but this how is how my stay ended at St. Quentin. Because the next day when she come through, somebody seen her at the at the at the end of the station down there where the COs be at. She trying to come through and holla at me again. Now somebody like hey little Will Wooty Woot down here. No. They see her name and everything though, right? So now it's like the COs like in San Quentin you have a mirror. You can you can yep. stick your mirror out the bars. And you can see from the left or to the right. Because yeah. just by you being in the cell, you can't see nothing to the left and right. You gotta put that mirror out there to see anything. Yeah. So when I put the mirror out, because when when I heard somebody saying my name, little weird whoopty whoop out here, I automatically stick my window out to look down here and I see her down there. Now I see the COs hollering at her. I can only assume what they was telling her. Like, look, what are you doing down here, whoop this? because you she ain't supposed to be over there in the first place. So now after that, they come straight to my cell. Like, hey, Mel, look, you know Woody Whoop? I'm like, nah. But by then she gotta protect her job. So she she didn't already done told them like, yeah, I know him. Cause they didn't harass her by the people saying what they said on the tier. Mm-hmm. So now when they when the CEOs come and holler at me like, hey man, like, you know Woody Whoop, I tell them nah, but she told them, yeah, because she had to protect her job, boom. Then it two days later, 48 hours, they get me up out of there. I'm on the bus going somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? And usually people's in reception, when you first get to reception, you there for at least by like over 90 days. You know what I'm saying? I was only there for less than 30 days. You feel me? They get me up out of there so fast, bro. But that's when I go to courtroom. But that's a whole nother story. What's up, brother? What you got? uh, I know Uh, you want to tell us something, man. Man, my
0: experience was so different because where you was, you from the Bay Area and you hit San Quentin. What these people don't realize, San Quentin is on the water. The Badger section. I've been there years later. You, the backyard where y'all playing, where everybody play ball. The water is right
1: there in which you had family, yeah, yeah. cousins. Yeah, uh, uh, it's ex- a beautiful view though. Yeah, a lot yeah of people will. gotta understand, yeah, man. It, it ain't it ain't no result, <laughs> but you got you got a beautiful
0: view though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you was there about me, nah, man. I got like I cut, like I said before in the last episode, I caught my time in Florida, man, and that shit was a whole different because the culture with the um with the COs and the way that they run a the penitentiary out there is so different than the California system and like okay my beginning was I did about nine months in the county they came got me boom I got uh six years out there in in Florida and they came and got me the first thing they did was they shackled us up and they put us, they packed up. I had all my county jail stuff in a box. They packed us up and they put us in a van. This van was like, it, it kind of resembles the shape of the short van, the short school van, but it was white with no windows. you talking about like the yellow bus? Yeah, the yellow little short okay. bus. It was it was okay. kind of like that. It wasn't like yeah, the yeah. Grey Goose that people ride literally yeah. out there they have, but it was a little van with no windows. Man, on tomorrow, it was completely black. We went from Pinellas County to uh, Hillsborough County, picked up some people from um. From Tampa um, County Jail, and then we went to OCI in Orlando, which is Orlando uh, Correctional Institution. That's the Recession Center for uh, Central Florida. Okay, okay. Man, I got to emphasize again, the culture with the COs in the different states that I've done time at has been different. Florida, as soon as we get there, it's like their mission was to demasculate them a nigga, bro. I'm tomorrow. As soon as we got there, why you say that though? Okay, look how they did it. As soon as we we got off the van, they told us we're outside. We're outside now. We enter some gates, we outside. They tell us to get butt ass naked outside. And then you know when you first get to the penitentiary and they tell you to uh lift up your nuts. Wait, first they're gonna tell you um uh, lift up your arms, mm-hmm, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Then they do that disrespectful shit. They tell you to lift up your nuts, sack. Uh, uh, if you if you got some yeah. extra skin, they're gonna tell yeah, you. they bullshit. do up top
1: though, first lift up your arms behind your ears, open your mouth. Yes, yeah, yeah, you shake your hair if exactly. you got hair, all of that. Then, then they're
0: gonna have you lift up your nuts, they're gonna have you turn around Yes, yeah, yeah, squat and, squadron. and squadron. A female did this. Yeah, yeah. We was all outside, butt-ass naked, and a female did this. So mm-hmm. if they don't do that out here in. California like
1: that. A female ain't gonna do you having you, you caught squad. They cover. used to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When I came in, they was doing that out here in California. Alright, but yeah. when they do it outside? Yeah, it, it depends. It depends. Like, like, when you get off the bus back in the days, when yeah. you got off the bus in San Quentin, before you came in to the, uh, where the holding tanks was at, Automatically, they made you strip out there fresh off the bus. Okay, well, you got to think about, like, you coming
0: straight off the street, that's not normal. Yeah, yeah. To, to make a man, a grown-ass man, strip down butt-ass naked like that and, and do all that squatting coughing in front yeah, yeah. of a woman, that's kind of like, ugh, so I, that was immediately, that's what happened. So the next thing, we go inside of, of the booking area, we go into the holding sales, alright, I'm never going to forget this, you go to the desk, you know what I'm saying, We all we got is boxers on, everybody got butt-naked, but now we got boxers on. We go to the desk and you give him your property the dude in front of me he, he's giving the property to the booking CEO and I remember the booking CEO must have looked at how much money the nigga had on his books and he's like oh okay we got a money man over here okay. we got somebody with okay. some bread you okay. know what <laughs> I mean and do okay he got his shit he went to the side then it was my turn like there was other people but I'm just saying what was happening in front of me he goes through my shit see all the pictures I got of all these little females all my baby mamas he's like oh we got a player in the house okay. we got a ladies got man a you Okay. So, okay, I get my shit, I go to the side. Then I'm watching, this other dude right behind me, he goes up and he had a Walkman. You can have AM FM radios inside the, um in the county jail. So this is our property from the county jail, but you can't have that in reception. Right, They're gonna right. take everything unless right. you have mail or pictures right. or something like that. Bro, the dude tried to cuff the AM FM radio, the CO seen him. On everything I love, that CO nigga reached over the counter and slapped the taste out that dude's mouth. And I'm, I mean, I'm, how t- that shit happened though? He just bro, slapping yes, him because he tried to cuff the video. Yes, I'm talking about bro. The dude, what, did, what did the inmates did, do
1: though? He nobody,
0: do, nobody did shit. I'm looking at him like, wow. I'm glad that wasn't me. Wow. I'm glad because I knew I would have caught a case.
1: Yeah, I out, had already a caught body six, yeah, I already I, I would have caught a body. I'm for telling sure, you, for bro.
0: That's you don't let nobody put your hands. But that was the, the, when I when you asked me why I feel like they be their mission is to demasculate you in that pen, um, penitentiary in that system at that time was because that it was more than that though. Too. the way they talk to you is different. Everything. As soon as you finish doing that, they are gonna cut your hair. It's like they take away all your identity. They get you, they strip you out your clothes, get you butt naked, talking to you bad, cut your hair. Okay, now we, OCI, which was the reception center, we didn't come out much. You know what I'm saying? Most reception centers is going to be 23 on one. You got to go do your medical, you got to do do all this and stuff right, like right, that. Right, right. I stayed in OCI right. for about not about three months about 90 days yeah, 120 yeah. days before I got shipped today yeah now even though we didn't get out too much I I, I immediately recognized something yeah, okay you, okay you know I did time in California youth authority I did three years and 10 months in see so I'm around all Cali needs I've been locked up in Cali as a dream in Cali the the racial makeup was mostly blacks Mexicans and whites mm. in that order yeah yeah population wise yeah. in that order yeah. Well, in Florida, I immediately seen a difference. The Mexicans, no Mexicans. The whites, barely any whites. It was a gang of Africans, a gang of blacks, Haitians, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and all that. And I'm telling you, there's a difference. When we're talking about culture, the, um, Cubans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, that's different than the Mexican culture, than the Chicanos culture that we got out here in California. So I immediately noticed that even though we didn't get out that much. Now, I got sent to the penitentiary. When I hit the yard at the penitentiary, it was like, well, you know what? That's going to be another story. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm going <laughs> to stop it right there, man. That's going to be a whole other story. But it was it was big, man. It was yeah. big. Because, you know, as soon as you hit the yard, it's, we're used to county jails and all this shit. I'm talking about the penitentiary out here had out there had gazebos, um, um, stores, because your ID was a credit card. But like okay. I said, we'll get into that. Okay. But if you can remember one major thought your first night like you're in sleeping in St. Quentin what would you do you remember that do you remember any like laid up what's the one thing that sticks out from your experience at St. Quentin
1: man I ain't gonna lie it's 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 the culture in St. Quentin man it was like then that like everybody that I that grew up with it was hella niggas up in there bro like you feel me like i go up in there it's like damn i'm like boy, i ain't seen you in hell long. like boy what's happening with you boy where you been at boy like it was like a reunion okay i got it was more like a reunion i, to I me, want to say
0: something about that first i'm gonna say in my experience again was totally different because i was an alien and that's gonna come out in our later segments i was from out of state a cali nigga in florida i was out of bounds but do you ever heard the term from the ghetto to the penitentiary? It's like a
1: pipeline from the projects to the penitentiary. It's this one and the same. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's it, that's and, why it was more like a reunion. Yeah, that's. So what it, I wasn't not a I wasn't not a place. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it was more like I already knew I was gonna end up there as a kid. You know what I'm saying? I already knew that if I wasn't gonna be in prison, I was gonna be dead. So it was either either or. You know what I'm saying? So by me just making it to prison, it was like that was already expected for me. How old was you when you made
0: that? When you had that uh that epiphany? Like how old was you when you knew
1: that prison was a, a situation that you it was, was a wanted. strong possibility yeah. of me coming is probably kindergarten, bro. I mean, I was playing with guns in Mm kindergarten, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know what I'm saying, hustling and doing shit at a very young age. Mm -hmm. So automatically, that was a possibility. I mean, all of my folks used to say it, and I knew it, you know what I'm saying? Just by me being me, it was like, but, you know, sometimes when we young, we really don't even care, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We really don't even give a fuck like that, just to be honest, you know what I'm saying? Until after... Then, everything is taken away you know what I'm saying and we old enough and now we sit up in these stoops to reflect and you know what I'm saying to do I, all of this shit I asked that because on everything
0: I love meal I think I was like nine years old when I'm new by nine years old I knew that I was going to see the penitentiary. That's about the age. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I knew the homies, there was oh, there was always OGs. At first, you got homies your age. They might go to Juvenile Hall before you do, or you might go. So we out here talking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, who was lifting what, or who got in a fight in the halls, and what the, the halls was like. But then you got the big homies that was coming home. They was lacing us. They right. was intelligent. And those right. was the niggas we looked up to, because those right. was the niggas I was riding on in nice cars and had yeah. the females and all that. Yeah. And gang-banging, at least in, in Sacramento, we yeah. was banging. And I know y- y'all yeah. Bay Areas yeah. is, is a different culture. Yes, in the it is yeah. A yeah. yeah, it was a slight different yeah. culture, yeah. but it was still I knew the penitentiary, bro. Yeah. I knew, it. and then some people they don't they don't realize that. Yeah. That it, at least out here in California, yeah. 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 you know what I'm saying? That at, we accepted it. It was part of you. Almost down there get
1: stripes. If you get a strip to the penitentiary, mm-hmm. you know, it was part of life. And man... yeah, that's real. That's real though. But you know what I'm saying? Like now that we older though, it's like. If you can if you can if you can change anything about yourself when you was younger to prevent you if put it, make put it like this if you can say something to yourself you talking to your younger self right when you first knew that you was going to hit the pen or it was a strong possibility what would you say to your younger self man the penitentiary
0: is not supposed to be it's it's not the end game homie i would tell myself the penitentiary is not a place go to college straight up go take college even if you thugging because i know there's a lot of young niggas i wouldn't have listened i would not have listened unless somebody would have talked a certain language to me and my language would have been like what you want to get money you want a thug, then be a gangster instead of a goon, because right. a gangster thinks right. before he acts, a right. goon's just gonna go and bulldoze his way through the city, right. but like, a gangster's gonna think and prompt, plot and strategize, Most definitely. thinking, plotting, strategizing, being a prince, being a king is having knowledge on all kind of different things, and you know where you are gonna get that knowledge? You are gonna get that knowledge going to college Yeah, yeah. so I would've pushed myself, even if you wanna be a thug, nigga. you wanna be a thug, go to college bro, yeah. that's what I would've told, what you would've told yourself bro
1: Oh, shit, bro. <laughs> That's <laughs> a deep-ass question. It, it it get is, running, so, you get me You know what I'm saying? I got to <laughs> get that. Okay, I'm going to run it back. Yeah. I'm going to run it back, though. Okay. All right. What I would have told myself, bro, I would have told... First, I would have took myself out of the environment that I was in. I'm not even going to lie. That, that would have been number one. before For me to even listen or be able to process any kind of game that was given to me or school or anything like that, I would have had to get taken out of the environment that I was in. It would have had to been a different environment around different peoples, you know what I'm saying, that was feeding me positivity and knowledge, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. to the point where, okay, I see them doing good with this knowledge and I see fruit from their labor, you know what I'm saying, because it's, 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 it's one thing to give gain to somebody or try to install wisdom in them, but they in this environment where they seeing fruits of, they, of, of people labor where they doing some fucked up shit yep. and it's being glorified. Yep. So for me, you see what I'm saying? Yep. So for me, it, I would have had to get taken out of that environment. I would have had to for me to even have a chance, bro. For me to even have a chance at life or going to college or finishing school, bro. I was... I was cutting school in kindergarten you know what i'm saying because my mind couldn't even function in school i'm like man i'm finna go (laughs) hit this stove you feel me i'm finna go hit this lit nobody nobody's telling you it's wrong because the environment accepts that you know what i'm saying so i would have had to get taken out of that environment Mm -hmm. bro for me to even have a chance Mm -hmm. you know
0: that's deep these side doors is opening so we got to end this episode today
1: it's um go ahead Okay, this is Willie Mill and King Google Podcast of the Third's Journey, Part 3. And, and peace and love, y'all.
0: All right, check us out at King Google, the legend. Give shout outs to AKM Publishing, Prison Riot Radio, and Willie Mill Music. Catch them at Spotify. Peace.
1: Peace.